0: Today, we have another special guest for you, the Spiritual Hour. Now, before we get started, I need to make a mention there was some sound interruption coming from her end, and we did the best we could with the equipment that we have. So let's get started. Born in London, Bianca, the Spiritual Hour is highly regarded as an intuitive spiritual guide, mindfulness and motivational speaker, author and producer The Spiritual Hour uses wisdom to clarify the gifts inside us all Her message of love, peace, hope, empathy, kindness, understanding, and raising consciousness and compassion flows through every aspect of her work Bianca has spent many years traveling the world developing her spiritual path under leading masters in eastern, western, and native american practices and traditions After a devastating accident and subsequent life-changing healing experience, she went on to experience her own enlightenment to follow her true spiritual calling. As an intuitive personal and business spiritual guide, The Spiritual Hour offers inspiring, valuable, motivational and transformative insight in how to incorporate simple mindfulness daily practices into your life. By using ancient spiritual principles and philosophies to clear energy blocks and support and empower people from all walks of life on their own unique journey, helping them to discover their authentic selves and reach their fabulous true potential with harmony and balance to lead the fulfilling lives they've always intended. It's now time to tune in to The Spiritual Hour. Enjoy. So we have another special guest for you, and it's Bianca, the spiritual owl, all the way from California, and
1: welcome to the Iron Woman Project. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. It's beautiful to be uh, joining you so near so far. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so
0: far, and opposite ends of the world, and we are just explaining, just for our listeners, we are just talking about the difference in temperature as well. It's summer on that side of the world and obviously winter on this side of the world, but that's the way it is.
1: Yeah, we have the beautiful, glorious California sunshine at the moment here, and it was lovely with the summer solstice last night, and we had a beautiful uh, summer's day. And uh, But I know what it's like to feel cold and want to kind of snuggle, so I get mm. that.
0: <laughs> I, I, I like all of them I've just come back from Europe so it was really hot so it's kind of nice to uh you know have layers and rug up so I like all seasons yeah. to
1: be honest beautiful beautiful I'm very used to that from uh, from England so I, I I hear you completely
0: yeah absolutely so Bianca we always like to start um the show with your story your unique story so how did you get to where you are today what's your unique
1: story Well, I was um, born in London, England, I'm sure you can hear that now that that I am a a Brit. Um, And uh, I was fortunate enough to um, spend many years traveling the world uh, developing my spiritual path under lead and master of eastern western and native american practices and traditions um however when i was um, 21 i or in my early 20s um i experienced a very serious and devastating accident and i was subsequently left handicapped for around the following sort of 10 to 15 years. I experienced life using a wheelchair. Um, I had a little mobility scooter that I used to razzle around on, uh, which I named and then subsequently cried when I had to sell. Um, walking canes and for a period of time was bedridden, needing round-the-clock care. And um, although being told by many people that this was the journey that I was going to take, uh, I couldn't help but feel compelled to trust my inner guide and I never gave up on the life that I knew was possible and um, I had a very uh, life changing and profound healing experience and um, went on to discover my own enlightenment and follow my path here to beautiful California um, where I now have my beautiful spiritual practices one in Los Angeles and one in Santa Barbara and um, I get to spend my day supporting and inspiring my clients and many others from around the world to support the fulfilling lives and journeys that they have always intended. Mm, Love it. So tell me, what do you actually do
0: from a a spiritual point of view? So when you're helping people out, what do you, are these uh, healing modalities or what is it exactly that you do just for our listeners?
1: Yeah, no, I work in a very, very uh, wide, broad range of energy. Um, I work as an intuitive spiritual guide, a mindfulness and motivational speaker, author and producer. Um, I work as an animal communicator with horses and cats and dogs and all different kinds of beautiful creatures to being a Reiki master. Uh, For those of your listeners who are familiar with Reiki, it's a very ancient form of energy healing. Um, To all of my workshops and events, my orange chakra clearing, home and business cleansing. Things land settling. Um, I teach meditation. We're just about to uh, launch. After many years of teaching from wise masters in meditation, this summer we're going to be releasing the Spiritual Hour meditation series, which we're very excited about. We've got music uh, featuring music by award-winning composer and songwriter Adam Zellkind. Um, our first meditation that we're launching is the Orange Chakra Clearing, and then we're going to be following on with a series following that. Um, to my readings, past, present, future and past life, my work as a medium, connecting with spirit and my work as a spiritual guide. And as I said, I'm very blessed that I get to work with people across the board in sports, music, fashion, entertainment, business and tech fields, um, and many people from around the world helping with those spiritual fulfilling lives and journeys. Wow.
0: Where do you get the energy to do all of that? It's amazing. (laughs)
1: uh, A lot of people ask me this when I, I, I've always, I would like to say I've always had my gifts from a young age. Um, My mother is a very gifted medium, although she does not practice, Um, you know, I was always very empathic. I was always extremely intuitive with the spirit, I had this relationship with animals. Um, And then obviously, when I had my healing experience, it kind of opened up my channels even further. Um, and, And I will say that that healing process has no beginning and no end, it just continues through the journey. One of the things, the way that I choose my life, is a very disciplined way of, of practice. Implementing many different things, um, which keeps that vibration of energy sort of, you know, very vibrant. Um, and yeah, that that is, I think, discipline of practice is the easiest way to explain how I have that kind of. Um, vibrant of energy that I do. I'm very blessed.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So, Bianca, what would be a piece of advice that you would uh, give someone who would like to embark
1: on a new life? Well, I think there are many uh, pieces of advice that one could um, sort of embark upon on a journey. Um, You know, uh, I very much believe in a message of love, peace, hope, Empathy, kindness, understanding, and raising consciousness and compassion. And that really flows through every aspect of work that I do. Um, And I also very much believe in, in, you know, coming at everything from a place of love. I think the base of most kind of spiritual traditions and wisdoms are love, kindness, compassion, speaking one's truth. Non judgment, um, mindfulness, empathy, and peace. And I think if you let those simple things become your daily practice, you get to celebrate a beautiful love affair with yourself, but also with the rest of the world. So I think really, you know, people like to overcomplicate things greatly, but I think, um, the actual truth in those practices of you know compassion and kindness and love and and speaking one's truth and mindfulness uh, actually following and living a life from that place of love um Is really where I would say people would start to embark on the journey. And then obviously, you know, there are so many different tools that we can sort of add into the tool bag. Um, I'm a really big believer, obviously, in the practice of meditation. I just talked about, you know, we're about to launch the meditation series. I think that it's such a, uh, beautiful and valuable practice for people have to be able to connect um to their higher self source soul it can be referred to as many things one's truth i like to think to be able to steal one's mind and connect i believe it's like having our own gps and when we connect that connect to our truth it kind of enables us to navigate a path and a life that is more for what we want for ourselves by listening within, you know, there's a lot of chatter these days. We live in a very fast paced world and, um, uh, having those moments of being able to kind create that stillness and really connect within that's where i think our truth lies so having a really simple meditation practice i like to begin very simple with clients five minutes in the morning five minutes in the evening just switch off electronics um any kind of distractions close the door close your eyes Um, I usually have clients focus on a on a on a black or white light and usually what happens is your thoughts come in, sort of rushing in a mile a minute and it's just allowing those thoughts to come you know there is no right or wrong way to meditate meditation is all about kind of surrendering Uh, so allowing those thoughts to come in and then just kind of pushing to the side and returning to the light and just even beginning with five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening I've seen can make some really incredible differences and it's amazing how much more empowered and kind of confident uh, one can feel when you journey with meditation in that way um, and then how it can change your life uh, moving forward even just from day to day you know with feeling more clarity and confidence with the decisions that you're making. Mm, I love it. So for our listeners Bianca what about uh, deep
0: diving into mindfulness what is it and how do you do it?
1: well that's a very broad and wide question what is mindfulness and how do you do it mindfulness to me is is about a way of living and it kind of again stems very much back to those core values that I was talking about you know coming at everything from a place of love kindness, compassion, speaking one's truth, non-judgment, empathy and peace. And I don't mean to repeat myself, but I think, as I said, we like to overcomplicate everything and mindfulness really is exactly what it says. Being mindful about others, it's being mindful about the world we're living in, the journey that we're taking. You know, I very much believe in a oneness with all, that we are at one with the planet, with the animal kingdom, and with each other. We live in a world where there is so much separation and so many labels. Um, and I think if we could all come to a place of that acceptance of that oneness, then that would be a key to displaying mindfulness to each other um, and being able to really express that compassion and empathy and kindness for each other and for the world, for the planet, for humanity. Um, So mindfulness for me is about a way of life. It's about a way of being. There are many tools that we can kind of use to um, sort of strengthen our mindfulness ways of being i should say um, but it really is kind of a way of being it's just living again it's living with the simple coming back to our core selves our core values um, our core the most the most natural state of being i believe that love is you know one of the highest vibrations of all i believe that we're spiritual beings having a human existence therefore there is no beginning and no end um, and it's vitally important that we take care of ourselves and nourish us. Souls. So with these simple elements at a core level from a place of truth, that gives us a really beautiful way to a foundation to move forward on. So um, yeah, I think mindfulness is many things, but most importantly, I think it's about a way of being, and it's just remembering to and we'll also patience as well. I think patience is something in a very fast paced world that we have um. Maybe people aren't as patient as we should be, um, because with patience allows kind of those values to be more strong we don't feel what very you know that this frenetic world that we live in all the time but it allows us just to come back to the really simple values if you watch nature or the animal kingdom they're such great examples of not being rushed of kind of taking their time I heard somebody speaking the other day and they were saying you know if you have a big tree and then a little tree and they're growing next to each other one isn't pushing each other out the way to exist they're living in harmony and balance they're mindful to each other of each other's journeys Uh, And I thought that was a really beautiful example. So I hope that kind of encapsulates what mindfulness is. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome.
0: So Bianca, during your whole journey, what's been one of your greatest lessons?
1: I think my greatest lessons have been to speak my truth. Um, I think it's one of the hardest things for people to do. Uh, There are many reasons around that. I think we live, as I said, in a world full of many judgments. There's a very wise old proverb that speaks about don't judge anyone until you've walked seven days in their shoes um i think that's a lot of truth in that um i think that people have uh, you know confidence uh issues and worth issues and i think that if people could find a way to actually speak their truth and um express themselves in the way authentically that they really want to and have confidence in that and be understood i think that's been one of my greatest lessons to speak one's truth never kind of um let things kind of uh Vesta, I always tend to head everything sort of head on don't push things down that creates blocks and as we know energy is ever moving and ever flowing and ever changing it's like a beautiful river so when we kind of tend to um store things uh, it's like dragging a big bag of rocks around with you so I, I never do that I always sort of deal with things head on and then move forward clear move forward and that very much comes from speaking my truth and I think secondly come at everything from a place of love You know, even when somebody is coming at you, maybe not from a place of love, find a way to be able again to have that empathy and compassion to understand you know that again it goes back as i said not judging anyone until you've walked seven days in their shoes maybe thinking about what they're going through how their might day might be and really just allowing yourself to vibrate from a place of love now that doesn't mean that you don't have to have common sense and kind of you know we have to live in a physical world but really trying to come at everything from a place of love Mm, I love that. Those those have been my two greatest lessons, I think.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So the other thing that we love to ask our woman of inspiration is about pain points. We believe we all have pain points. What would be some of your pain points that you um, have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, whether it's in business or life?
1: Gosh, that's a very good question. I think really, um, you know, you are – you're challenged in the daily world every day by perspective, by other people's perspective, by, um, you know, other people's ways of being. And, and obviously, as I said, we live in a very frenetic world at the moment. Um, there's a lot going on on both the planetary and humanitarian level. I think there always has been, but I think that the two together at the moment, you know, uh, are causing a, a great deal of kind of displacement for people. Um, and I think that just uh, really uh, and I don't find it difficult, but but it's one of the things that you constantly have to kind of keep working on is allowing that place of energy to remain a place of hope. You know, and and it can, it continuing to kind of emit that light and shine that light, even when um, you're against such uh, difficult times, to really continue to just be the light, exuberate that light, and and share with people that there's always hope, always hope, no matter how challenging situations are. So I think that that is for even the wisest of souls, and I'm sure that many spiritual people around the world would agree with me and just people in general that that kind of uh is a working practice of keeping that vibration high being of a beacon of light for people um even in the darkest of times and keeping that light shining bright and also just kind of you know um making sure that you have enough energy yourself to be able to keep that balance within your own life. And, I, again, that's something that I think a lot of people and I see a lot in my practice is people trying to establish balance, uh, just really keeping that balance and allowing that balance to uh, be, again, a way of life. And that's what allows you to have the energy to be able to be that beacon of light. So I hope, yeah. yeah. That's- so so
0: when you say at the moment, what's happening in the planet or our universe at the moment? Just for our listeners, I'm sure they're thinking about what do you mean by at the moment?
1: Oh, no, I'm just saying in, in a sense of the world, both on a humanitarian and planetary level um all of the things that we're journeying with and that are occurring and as i said that's been going on since the beginning of time but just very much at the moment with what we're seeing that's happening in the world um uh, and i think people are finding times very difficult and uh, are needing a lot of hope at the moment and as i said a, a reminder that that those simple things like love peace hope empathy kindness understanding and compassion are um are very much needed to be present. So I very much just mean on what's going on in both a humanitarian and a planetary, and that's around the world. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, I got you now. Thank you. So, And the other thing I wanted to um, uh, just sort of unpack a little bit, you, you were saying that um, you a lot of your clients come and see you about balance. Is that one of the most common things they come and see you about? Do you think it's just people who are trying to restore balance?
1: Oh, I think people very much are trying to well there's a there's a whole plethora of reasons why I think people very much are looking to um be fulfilled <clears throat> I think that what happens is there very much is kind of this structure of how we're meant to do things or societally wise that's how it seems if you do this this and this it will equal this Nothing I think people kind of very much have realized that that's not necessarily the way and we're all unique and we're all individual and we all have something kind of to offer i think people very much want to be of purpose Um, and I think that they want to feel fulfilled and they want to kind of feel that they're living a life of love and and fulfillment. And, um, and so, you know, I, I have people come to see me for many, many reasons, whether it be love, whether it be work, whether it be life purpose, whether it be, you know, family. Um, but I think people are looking to really be able to connect back with kind of their truth i go back to that again and kind of um really find ways to be able to raise their consciousness and feel fulfilled and feel like they're really living a journey and life of purpose i think it's one of those common reasons why people sort of will come and see me you know i see a lot of people that have had a great deal of success but to me success is about having peace and integrity I think people are looking for ways of how they can kind of transform and to be motivated, inspired, so that they can kind of lead more fulfilling lives, more fulfilling fulfilling lives, the lives that they've maybe always wanted to live but never quite felt possible. That they sort of know that they want but haven't been able to manifest into their into their kind of daily lives so I think there are many reasons why people come to see me but I think life purpose and fulfillment and um and just wanting to vibrate from a place of consciousness and kind of love uh, and being able to incorporate that in your daily lives so one of the things that I'm really big with with what I do with my work is I want to be able to kind of make spirituality relatable uh, you know I've I, say that you know I want the gentleman working maybe you know in kind of uh, a different part of America that that has no idea about meditation or mindfulness or spirituality I want them to be able to have access to that but I want it to be relatable not just for the spiritual community for everybody because I think that's very much needed at the moment so um, yeah I, I try to very much journey with that with what I do with my work.
0: Okay, so Bianca, you work with a lot of different types of businesses. You're talking about entertainment, fashion, music, sports, tech, and business. Fields. Yeah. So, what do you think would be a reason, or one of the the number one reasons businesses fail to succeed?
1: Again, I think that I think that's too broad a question to be able to answer in one sentence. Um, and I think, sorry, go go ahead. No,
0: just what would be a common trend that you see.
1: Um I think it's too broad a question to be okay. able to 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 be able to answer because I think if you look at a business first of all it's made up of so many different fractions and so many different people and so many different elements um I think that that could could probably encompass many answers that I could give you uh but I think that's probably we haven't got time for me to go into
0: all of that <laughs> no 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 just one most common one that's all I mean sometimes we always love to because uh, we have a lot of entrepreneurs and um, mm-hmm. uh, lots of business women that listen to this show and a lot of the times uh, it helps them to decipher some of their I guess some of their roadblocks so that's why um, yeah you know, it's I think just what is one of the
1: One of the things that I, one of the first things that I will do when I'm working, as I said, I work, work a lot in the business field is kind of really establishing with people what it is that they want from a place of love. What was the original vision? Uh when I talk about vision, I mean, what was the kind of purpose? Because very often what can happen is kind of somebody will start out with a vision of a reason why they wanted to do something. And then as things kind of move forward, that vision sometimes gets diluted and lost kind of in the shuffle. So I very much try to kind of bring people back to what was the purpose of doing what you wanted to do? why did you what why were you doing that from a place of love um you know that your dreams and hopes and aspirations of what you were going to achieve with this particular venture um and get people to re, re recreate that vision and maybe journey back to that vision and kind of think about really what it is that they wanted um but always as i said from from a place of love kind of removing ego i always like one of the first things i'll do is i'll take uh and maybe I can answer that question is I'll take, um, money out of the equation, failure and success, because I see they're the three biggest blocks that people will experience from that will dilute that vision. Uh, and that that, those three things are what I most familiarly see create blocks when I remove those off the table and it's not saying that kind of you know we don't need money to be able to venture forward but when people make it the thing that's kind of the block that's stopping them from being able to have the vision that's when it creates big issues and failure and success is subjective anyway Um, but yeah when I take money away when I take failure and success away and I just ask people as I said to create uh, or, or to explain what the original vision was from a place of love without that blocks there's usually when we make really big progress forward to being able to recreate a vision and then kind of move forward from there and one of my one of my uh, events and workshops that I've seen the most successful with is something called unveil your five-year life design which is where I guide um, business people through the aspects of unveiling your five-year life design by blending both the concept of a business plan and a vision board to assist people in manifesting their goals desires and aspirations on both personal and business I never just focus on business I always mix in the personal and the business uh, career life purpose level so I combine the elements of physical strategies and practices with spiritual philosophies traditions and wisdoms um, but that very much, again, removing money from the equation, failure and success and focusing back in on the vision, what the original vision was, because that vision should stream through. And if you look through some uh, some of the most successful um people in the world that have created change, and usually a lot of people will say that's why they've kind of done what they've done, they wanted to make a difference, they wanted to influence, they wanted to, you know, um, to create something incredible that was going to bring change. Those people have had one vision and it's diluted, sorry, it's streamed through everything that they've they've done moving forward. Mm, Love it.
0: So the other thing you talked about was raising consciousness. For our listeners, how does one raise consciousness?
1: Well, I think, again, it comes back to the individual, uh, and that creates a massive kind of ripple effect. I'm going to talk again about kind of meditation, um, and when you're still in quiet one's mind and connect with one's truth, one's authentic self, it gives you the ability to be able to see the world in a different way, it shifts kind of perspective. Um, I think consciousness is is very much to do with awareness and being aware. I think that again, we're bombarded with so many different things in the world these days. We live in such a fast-paced world with technology and kind of all of these other things that are coming at us. There's really not much time for people to kind of stop and be still and quieten and have the time to actually really feel, I'm going to, not going to use the word think. I'm going to avoid that uh, to, to, to really be present and be present in the moment. You know, we hear a lot of people talk about connection and being present. When we're present, we're then actually in the here and now. That gives us the opportunity to be aware of what's going on around us, and I believe that a big part of being able to be conscious about whether it's for the planet, our environment, our fellow humanity, the animal kingdom, if we're if we're aware if we're aware. Uh, and we're connected then that gives us the ability to be conscious about the choices and decisions that we're making and I think that's that's every decision we make in life I think we make decisions very quickly I think we make decisions and choices that aren't necessarily in alignment with ourselves all the time but if we're able to still inquire in our mind and create connection then we can have awareness and if we're aware then we have the opportunity to be conscious
0: Hmm. Thank you for explaining that. So, Bianca, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? Love. Mm, love it.
1: Actually, can I have two? Kindness, because <laughs> you I, think, can I, have th- two. I think it's what the world is in most need of at the moment is kindness. Yeah,
0: that's so true. Very true. And the other thing that we love to ask our woman of inspiration as we wrap up the show is to leave our listeners with three shiny golden nuggets. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today?
1: Well, I think, you know, I've talked a lot about meditation. I think that if you can really try to develop a meditation practice, keep it very simple. As I said, begin with five minutes in the morning, and five minutes in the evening. I know we're living busy lives, but I really believe this is the most important thing and the most one of the most valuable things that we could do. Um, I believe that grounding, you know, I'm a big one for getting clients to connect back with the Earth's energy at every opportunity, you know, when safe to get your feet off, get, get, sorry, not your feet, get your shoes off and get your feet in the in the earth or, or in the sand and just really connect um, and also have gratitude. You know, I'll, I'll have my clients uh, do gratitude journals, um, be grateful, have gratitude for the things that you have now, but also the things you would like to manifest in the future. But always, as I said, from, from a place of love. Mm, I love that and the other thing is where is the best place for our listeners to find you yes you can visit my website which is www.thespiritualowl.com and also uh, my instagram at the owl with love
0: oh I love it and I love the spiritual owl is Thank that something you. that came to you
1: Yes, I had a very, I actually, during my healing experience, I had a very profound uh, experience with with an owl. Uh, and that led me to kind of, when I came to having my practice, I, it just felt very right. Um, owls very often will come uh, with messages of wisdom and truth um, in times of need. So it seemed very apt that I would be the spiritual owl. Oh,
0: I love it. Thank you so very much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your time and your energy.
1: Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. And uh, I encourage everybody in the times that we're in to just keep on spreading the light. Love it. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Catherine.
0: where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano.